1974, the first tabletop role-playing game was created. Since then, people from all around have gathered to play. Join me as we talk with RPG enthusiasts while they share their best, worst, and favorite moments. This is You Had to Be There. Hey everyone, welcome to You Had to Be There, a D&D storytelling podcast. Uh, before we get started, my the music for my intro was created by Michael James McGarry. You can follow him on It's MJ Made on Instagram or It's MJ Music on SoundCloud. And my logo for my show was created by Nicole Summers of the Reliably Chaotic Podcast, which is a D&D storytelling, uh, a D&D uh, campaign podcast. Um, and uh, if you want to be on the show real quick, just remember, all you gotta do is follow the show on Twitch or wherever you get your podcasts. And shoot me an email at you had to be there, dndpodcast at gmail.com. That is DND with the three letters DND, not the symbol. And uh, that'll bring me to my guest today, Andrew Beck. What's going on, man? Hello. How hey. are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, chi- I'm chilling. I'm excited to hear some stories. I love your, your background. What is that from exactly? Did you just find it uh, randomly? I just typed in DND wallpaper. Perfect. Screen, <laughs> That's all you got to uh, do. Yeah. Uh, nice, nice. It's a so, cavern of sorts. So you're kind of one of you're actually one of just a couple guests that actually have a little bit more. Why don't we? Why don't you tell everyone a little bit more about yourself? Because you, for what you do, kind of ties into to D and D. Yeah, well, uh, I've been an actor for uh, about 15 years now. Uh, I do voice acting, <clears throat> and uh, all around super nerd. A uh, bunch of different avenues. <laughs> I feel like you find like the more you talk to like like actors and just there's so many more super nerds out there than I than has ever been expected and I think that's kind of oh yeah really come to flourish in these past few years of how just yeah so much I I play D&D essentially with just actors and stuff so everyone is super colorful with all of this that's why a a lot of podcasts like this I'm ready to dish some stories a lot of charisma going on all at once even if your character's not made for it so uh when did you when did you start playing um Dungeons and Dragons so the pandemic hit Okay. Uh, essentially last year, that's the uh-huh. short answer, but the long answer is, uh, so this past year, uh, in March, April, when everything shut down, mm-hmm. uh, my roommate works in, uh, assisted living. So the, the first couple of months uh, they were getting hammered and everything. So right, right. we, uh, we felt bad and he's been saying that he wanted to play D and D, uh, again, cause he, he used to play back in college. I didn't really play it back in college. I was mostly playing video games and stuff like that, but, right. uh, cause I didn't, so I didn't learn. So, uh, we, we decided, we called one of our friends and we said, Hey, can you come up with just like a one shot? I've never played before. Uh, he would really enjoy it. Uh, something super easy, simple, get us back into it, wet our whistle a little bit. So yeah, he did it sure. and, uh, he used some, uh, I think it was a one shot from the, the Ravnica from the Magic the Gathering, uh, oh, that's, universe that's cool. that they had. Okay. But it was fun, and uh, he had fun doing it. So uh, we very quickly became uh, it, it became a weekly thing where we would just play. Just like and, yeah, uh, nice. Kevin uh, wound up being our, our dungeon master for that first campaign, and it wound up lasting about a year. And we finished it up uh, at the end of last month. So we're about a month removed from the end of the campaign. So you went from doing so it was a one shot, but did you continue with those same characters? 
No, no. So that was just a, a side one shot, and then we did. Kevin started building the world uh, for this next one, and we all created characters for this next one and all that stuff. Gotcha. It so I think for from... the, I think the, I think the first one we did pre-rolled characters, or someone made a character for someone me. Someone made or characters for you. And yeah, stuff I don't, like I don't remember. I don't even remember what I played. Right. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. I mean, that must be fun when you so. With the character creation, you guys as actors, did you did you kind of go a little bit more in depth with that, or for the one shot? Yeah, not so yeah. Much? I, mean, I obviously one of the things that I love about D and D is the role playing aspect. So, yeah. um, I'm I'm also you know me, I'm a goofy person. I like yeah. making ridiculous characters. The DMs yeah. might hate it, but yeah, uh, I like making weird characters that are uh, a little bit meta, a little bit off of the general lore of D and my first character was in the lore of D and I, I went kind of traditional with it, but yeah. then after I branched out and did some other campaigns, I came up with some random other <laughs> fun that's, things. I mean, that's, that's kind of the fun when you start out, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Let me just be yeah. this, what the, the archetype. Yeah, that's that kind of what it was for the first uh, character. So I, I knew that I wanted to be a bard cause uh-huh. bard. Yeah. And, uh, Everyone was like, yeah, Bard's fun, but it's it's hard to do for your first character that you're They're like really weird, getting man. into. So yeah. I did a lot of research, and uh, I really wanted to play a Dragonborn, but Dragonborn Bards are like only okay, because you get the strength bonus, you don't get uh, everything else you though, need right? for, for being a Bard. What? They have a some charisma bonus, I thought, though. Yeah, yeah. More, it's, it's I think it's plus two strength, plus, plus one, one charisma. charisma. Okay. Yeah, so I wasn't as beefy. Uh, right. bard wise as I could be as I could have been but I really I just a, said screw it I want to be a dragon I, I like a, dragons I made a half orc bard they don't get any bonus to charisma it's the worst oh, character I've ever made but I, I hang in the pocket and I sit with what I've done because that's what you do so yeah so there you, you go so you went with the dragonborn bard dragonborn bard right. he was an old man his name was Josiah Wraithmaw nice <laughs> so he uh he was in the old draconic wars and uh he saw all the all the crazy crap going on on the battlefield. And he thought, you know what? I'm going to use my music to, to let everyone know all the stories to tell the story. Very basic, very basic D and D like backstory and everything, but I've never done it before. Classic. So it kind of, it kind of went through that. He was a copper dragon. Um, yeah. What are they, what did you, what are you able, I, I'm not, what are you able to spit as a copper dragon? Uh, it's acid breath, acid breath. Okay. Yeah. Which nice. came in handy. Uh, we, I, I remember in one of the episodes we had to like get through a floor, so yeah. I just shot it down on the floor and melted. Nice. Yeah. I think if it was a bad roll, then it would have not worked. But I think that's <laughs> uh, that's kind of a fun combination for a bard because it's like yeah. kill the squishy bard and then just like, <laughs> like <laughs> exactly yeah get yeah away the campaign from the was uh, it wound up being a lot of fun because uh, again we're all actors so yeah. What he did was it was really smart uh, when he built the world. So the whole thing was based. <clears throat> Sorry, first off, we did the uh, the pre made campaign, Lost Minds of Fandelver, which is like baby steps. Oh, so is that we, what you you we did, did that, that one first, and then oh, okay. we finished that one, and then we came into this homebrew world uh, about level three, I think. Nice. And uh, so we we came up with all that, and then it was kind of a. Uh, it was kind of a heist uh, film, but in a D and D landscape. <laughs> so it, it was a, a planar portals. Uh, they want to steal the the planar hearts so they can control uh, time and reality and all that. And nice, you need all the planar nice. hearts. So there were uh, five of us. There were six rooms. So each of us had 
uh, our own little portal world that went with our backstories and stuff. And all of them were based off of movies, pretty much. Okay. So all of the worlds, like uh, my episode was uh, Bardicus. <laughs> so <laughs> it was kind of Spartacus. So throughout that world, it was uh, the whole episode. We were ju- It was mostly uh, we were in combat the whole time. But it was like this gladiator situation where we just had waves and waves coming at us. Ogres, tigers, all that stuff. It was. Awesome. I love that. I I know you say <laughs> it was like cool. you're, you're really into role play. I am. Yeah, I like the role play, but I'm also a combat junkie. I just love. Oh I yeah, love I love shit. that stuff too. And uh, one of the people who played with us was the barbarian, and uh, mm-hmm. his his favorite thing to do is combat. He's a numbers guy, so he loves the he loves the combat and the st- uh, statistics of D and D, which is really cool too. I like that stuff too. But it is. I just fun. like. <laughs> it's fun. Well, it's fun, and it's also fun when you. It hurts, but it's also hilarious when you're like, I just built the craziest thing, and then you just don't <laughs> roll well, and you're like, this is not, yeah. just wait, just wait until I do something good. But, so you, so was it just you in the room, doing the war room, or you all moved to each room individually? No, so we, uh, the whole party, so like episode one, uh, we went to one uh, world, and it was based off of one of the characters, uh, and then when we finished that, we got the planar heart from like the big boss baddie of that world. Okay. And then we would come back through the portal. We would come to this uh, celestial chamber where all the shops were, everything okay. was. And then we would go to the next one, come back, go to the next one. Oh, and so you we could had, like, like take, a, so you could like ahead. take what you what you got and like buy stuff and then go into the next room, kind of. Yeah, pretty. Oh, much. nice. All right. Yeah. So we would get the the planar heart. It was called. We got the planar hearts, and that would be the key to the next one. Okay. Essentially, we would that's like very, put that uh, in the in the wall and stuff. That's very Monster Hunter esque kind of thing. I don't yeah, really a little bit. Yeah, game. yeah. <laughs> uh, which is fun. That that's a lot of fun. So that was before Lost Minds of Fandelver. That was after. So or we after, finished okay. Lost Minds of Fandelver to uh, for uh, some of us haven't played in a while, and some of us didn't play at all. Me, right. but uh, it was just a refresher to get everyone back into it. Get everyone into hey. the whole. I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. It was like I was wanted to play, and a couple other people, one other friend I knew wanted to play. So we sought out experienced people, and my friend played but never DM. So he DM'd Lost Minds of Fendelver. So that's pretty much yeah, definitely. That's kind of the the starter they say, but it, it's it's definitely solid. yeah. I, I'm about to DM uh, Defiance in Flan. It was uh, an Adventurers League uh, five five shots. Uh, okay. Just- Five nice one shots. shots straight up, just okay. do them. <laughs> nice. So I read, I read online somewhere that it was a very easy one to DM. So that's going to be my first DMing experience. Let me uh, after this, like, reach out to me before you do that because I have, I found like a few DMing resources like com- for the computer that like, like combat builders and initiative trackers. Oh, that because I was super nervous about DMing my first time, and I just googled. I was like, is there a way to track initiative and like you put ever all the information in. And it, it makes it so easy. Nice. And then for building the combats, the same thing. You're like, this many players, this level, and then you'll put in the monsters you want, and it'll be like, you're going to kill them. Or like, that's too cool. easy. And then, yeah, so <laughs> I'll, I'll send you that after this. Yeah. Right, cool. So I've been, Actually, yesterday, all I've been doing was making tokens. <laughs> oh, we, I found a token builder online. Still been just completely <clears throat> virtual. Uh, do you play in yeah. person now with your roommates, or are you still... We, so we, we were doing Zoom... Uh, like you played with a couple all three of people. us were in the room right. and then gotcha. we played with two other people three other people who uh were elsewhere <laughs> i got gotcha. you now that but makes i sense. think this i think the one that i'm dming we're gonna try to do live uh but we'll see how that works <laughs> yeah for sure for sure 
Um, so you had your so your dragon. Which campaign was the Dragonborn for? That was just the that Dragonborn first was for uh, the the main campaign that we did main that campaign. lasted a year. Nice, nice. Um, what other kind of? Because again, like with the actor thing, I'm kind of curious on what other characters <laughs> you've built if you've been doing. So it. That's my also favorite, big, my favorite character is still in a campaign. We're playing through Curse of Strahd right now. Okay. And uh, so I wanted to be a wizard. Okay. And I didn't. And uh, my girlfriend is uh, a big D and D player as well. Oh, okay. so we wanted to play uh, characters where we could like interact together. And right. she was like, she always plays like elf, like rangers, stuff like that. She's like, I want to be, I want to be a tank. I want to be a barbarian. Okay. <clears throat> so a wizard and a barbarian. What are we gonna do in this demonic landscape? Mm-hmm. And I thought witch. So what? How can I do a witch? What what kind of character can I do? And someone was, I think it was uh, my parents or something, someone had mentioned the old children's book, Straganona. Do you remember that? You know what? That old I kid's book? I don't. I don't. <laughs> Look it up. It's, okay. uh, it's, very, it's a very popular children's book series. And okay. uh, Straganona is this old Italian witch grandmother. Okay. And uh, she cooks magic pasta in her pasta pot and it like expands and it's just multiplying pasta. Oh, maybe this is triggering a bell a little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, so, so it was her. So I played as Streganona. She was a tiefling wizard. Okay. Did you <laughs> and, how'd you um, incorporate the pasta? Did you do that? Did you get to that? Uh, well, I think she can. I think she has create food and water. <laughs> there it or is. Something. Okay. <laughs> I, I nice. took that spell because I had to. Nice. Uh, but she played as Big Anthony, her uh, <laughs> Streganona's bumbling assistant in the store so in we just story? made him this big dumb like ah. that's really funny and then our really she funny. wanted to be a dragonborn nice. so uh so we we put in our backstory that uh for some reason uh how did i word it like we, we were going to a nearby town to get uh blood like animal blood for a recipe that straganona hasn't cooked in years and she messed it up and uh, instead of veal blood or something, it was dragon blood. So it transformed Big Anthony into, into a dragon. <laughs> All right. That that works. That's yeah, really she's she's a lot of fun to play. And I'm doing a little voice for her. This oh, dragon uh, on. <laughs> I cast a fireball <laughs> the entire time. And our DM, uh, is, our, our DM is such a good sport about it, too, because it's Curse of Strahd. So there's vampires and really, really scary stuff happening in that campaign. And there's just an Italian witch. That's what, you know what? That's one. I, I poorly, I poorly attempt accents and I've done, I've done like a little British and Scottish, but I haven't tried, uh, I haven't tried an Italian. That's, that's always good. Yeah. So, um, what kind of a, are you, what level are you at with, with, with the witch? Streganona is at, I want to say level six right okay. now. What, um, what type of wizard, uh, is is she? Um. Well, it's a tiefling wizard. What school was she? I think it was evocation. It's like boom, boom, boom stuff. Yeah, Probably pretty much. Explodes, explodes <laughs> stuff. The good stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, that's crazy. So you went. You like. So you're definitely. You clearly are a fan of casters more. Have you been partial to that more? So I'm in this campaign as a, a wizard, but right. I'm playing another campaign right now, and I'm playing a a, a Goliath barbarian. Okay, because right. I so wanted to try. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to try one of those. I, and uh, I did a we did a one shot where um, this will become a theme with me. I like creating, I guess, really annoying characters for the team, but they're fun to me. Right. But, uh, yeah. So my roommate and I, the one who played the barbarian in the main campaign. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So John and I 
<laughs> we tag team this uh, idea. So I, I wanted to be like uh, an accountant. <laughs> so he wanted he also wanted to do something like stupid and silly. So okay. we decided to be Robert Williams CPA and William Roberts CPA. We are both. <laughs> so we were like a CPA team. <laughs> but you're a barbarian. Uh, no, in that one, I think I was a, a fighter, but it was like a oh, one that shot. One you were so. a fighter. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it right, was a so one shot. Have, so it didn't really gone, matter. I don't know if you felt this way, but like I, my first character was a ranger, so kind of distant stuff, and like I had another character is more distancey. It was an artificer, and then I, I went to a barbarian, and then that first time when you're like in the middle and you're just getting smacked around, you're like, oh, this is actually a very scary job. <laughs> the yeah. tank being the tank is it all Artificers good. are so broken. Oh my oh, god, it's my favorite. Actually, I built two so far just because I love the class. I call it a steampunk wizard. That's what I call it. Dude, the the yeah. artificer in that campaign we're playing through Ghosts of Saltmarsh uh-huh. uh, right now. So that's the that's the one where I'm the barbarian. His name is Mongo. Uh, it's a little not PC, but you know what? I don't care. Right. <laughs> so uh, his uh, his friend is like this. Uh, I think he play, He's a gnome. No, he's a kobold. He's a okay. kobold artificer. Nice. So he's like three feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> and he has like a bag of holding. <laughs> that yeah, he, he found pulls somewhere. out stuff. Yeah, but he's doing. We're at level two, and he's doing like twenty-two damage to things. Oh, just it's wait. insane. If you're only it's at crazy. level two, I don't know. He doesn't. I don't think he picks his uh, subclass yet. But the subclasses are crazy. Uh, the artillerist, you get like a little cannon that just walks around and blows stuff up. Oh, that's um, nuts. Yeah, there's the. <laughs> I'm excited for that for leveling up uh, with that one because uh, I've never played with feats before. I always took uh, ability score improvements. Uh, oh, did so you roll I'm high get... for your barbarian? Yeah, I rolled fairly high for him. Uh, gotcha. He has pretty good stats. He, uh, I'm going to take, uh, I think we were talking about this at work, the Great Weapon Fighting and Sentinel are the two feats that I'm going to take. Yes, yeah. They're both um, They're both uh, good uh, Good feats. Um, yeah, it makes sense for him, especially when you're in a frenzy and rage and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sentinel's a really, really dirty one. Uh, I didn't get a chance to use it, but I built a Bugbear Rogue Barbarian. Um, and I gave him Sentinel because he has a nice. f- 15 foot reach with a whip. Um, so it's really stupid. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's definitely good. Feats. That's some I, innovative weapon work. Tom. I have, oh yeah, I did some bad things. I did some bad <laughs> things. I don't want to do it on the podcast cause it's not about me. It's about you, but I'll tell you another time. Um, so, uh, all right, cool. So you have all these awesome characters. Um, what has been like, have you, what, like, what have been like some of your favorite moments you've been playing for, you mean you've been playing for only a year, but you've been playing like consistent or a little over a year now, I guess, but like very yeah, consistently. Yeah. So um, there's so many that come to mind uh, in the main campaign alone. There were just so many great moments that happened in each individual episode mm-hmm. that were so like for our character. So one of the characters uh, was this like pirate assassin who mm-hmm. went crazy, who didn't tell anyone his identity. Uh, and he was like this assassin for I forget the name of the like organization it was, but uh, him and his sister were in this organization, and his sister was uh, thought to be dead and stuff. So he was the focus of the second episode of that campaign, uh, okay. and it was based off of Hunt for Red October, which was really fun. Uh, so right. we had a big submarine battle, and uh, <laughs> so we it was so cool the way he did it. Um, we yeah, had, I actually uh, want to know, like, how did he run the submarine? Yeah, so all of us had different jobs throughout the submarine. So, like, two of us were on the cannons, and we would roll, uh, 
we would roll like strength checks to fire the guns, and if it uh, rolled well, it would do like two d six of torpedo damage or something like that. Nice. Uh, like I was a perceptive character, so I was the uh, navigator. So if I rolled shitty, we would go off course, and we would have to like take a turn or something like that. It was very cool the way it worked. That is really cool. That's yeah. like it. It's really exciting, and it must like it must have been fun because it probably moved pretty fast because you're like you're just kind of rolling through everybody's job. Um, so like, even yeah. though, cause like sometimes those finicky things in a combat situation can make it drag. But if you're like, this is your job every time it gets to you, we're going to find out yeah, if definitely. you can do your job. Um, so that's, that's kind of cool. As long as no one like screws with it too badly. Cause like if someone's like, yeah, ah, yeah, we, we were relatively <laughs> tame. We were relatively tame with it, but that's at really the, cool. another, uh, some of the funny things that have happened, uh, in that campaign, the, uh, the hunt for red October episode we we did all that, the summary battle, we won, and we woke up the next day, and the person whose episode it was uh, was not there. And we find out that he's been kidnapped, and uh, he he uh, the DM and him go off on this side thing uh, with the two of them, and he has to fight his, uh, like, the corporeal form ghost of his sister <laughs> in okay. this, like, one room, and she's dealing him so much damage, and he she is messing him up. So he dies in that one fight that he's supposed to win. <laughs> oh, he winds no. up dying. So the DM was like, uh, you know what? Let's go back uh, to the main room, to the main. Uh, let's go through the portal. And uh, you get to go in the revitalization well that's in the middle of the room that I didn't tell you about before. <laughs> so he gets that's revived nice and me. he's like, that is the one time I will do that. <laughs> Anyone else dies in this campaign, they're dead. That makes but it sense. was so early in the campaign, it was like uh, like maybe two or three months in that he kind of was like, oh, I don't want to... And it was such a cool character with a backstory, so he didn't want to kill it off. Yeah, that and happened he, and, to... And then he leveled up a lot and wound up being like the strongest character on the party, or one of them. That um that happened to... So our, my first guest, Peter Zeph, I play with him, and that happened with our DM. Essentially, he was like, we're in this fight, and he's like, I'm going to throw a fireball at them. It was our first fireball, and <laughs> Peter just looks down and he goes... I'm dead, but like, but like dead, dead, like he doubled his hit points and he was like, oh, and he just went, I'm going to let you just roll the death saves. And then Peter just goes natural 20. So he dies and just pops back up. I know oh, that's no. his story to tell, but it was, I was there for it and it was like hilarious. So <laughs> I definitely get it. And that happened to me once too. I like my, I was the, one of the one shots that I ran just I was like, uh, I guess they would focus fire on you because that makes the most sense. And then I just like fired it, but I then like I crit twice, and then I, my friend was like, "I'm I'm dead." I'm like, "No, no, no, there's a one shot too. Like, you're not dead. We're 20 minutes." Yeah, into in this. that campaign, yeah, so I was uh, Josiah. There almost are those died. times was... where you have to. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. he almost died. It was uh, I think I was on. Uh, yeah, I was on one more death save left. If I rolled lower than a ten, I was dead. And. uh well, uh, they wound up killing him before my turn could come again. So I was like, oh, yes, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I was saved. Saved by the bell. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Um. So, yeah. So that was that, the torpedoes. So he, he, he died. He brought him back. Did he react to you guys when he came back? Was he like, I died? <laughs> yeah, we tried to get out of him uh, how you died because we, did, we didn't see it happen. Right, right. In the campaign. And then he wound up telling us about his sister. And he was lying to all of us about his, like, backstory and stuff, so we didn't know the real backstory, and I guess that was uh, the DM's way of revealing all that, which was pretty cool. 
Oh yeah, that is fun. nice. That's good. Like and, way um, kind of forces him to reveal some things. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, pretty much. So and uh, the uh, the last episode yeah. of the campaign, uh, where we fight the the final final like big boss. Uh huh. Um, we went to this uh like celestial chamber where there was a giant clock in the middle, and it was like the the main like time clock. You get the planar hearts, you activate the time clock, and if it's destroyed, all of reality is erased for eternity. So, uh, one of the party members decides that he's going to, on his first initiative, first action, first thing he could do in combat, alright, I'm gonna dimension door into the middle of the time clock and shoot an Eldritch Blast. So he tries to do that, and he takes uh, 12d8 of damage. Oh no. <laughs> and dies. <laughs> so, on the final boss, a character died immediately, immediately? first action. We were like, <laughs> what well, was, was it just because the clock just, that was its move anyway? Uh, like, I think there was a reaction maybe written in if someone tries to mess with the clock or comes within five feet of it or something. Oh my god. It destroys it kills the shit out of you <laughs> that's hilarious so that's the final yeah it was it was battle. really bad final boss battle final boss battle i got this yep <laughs> dead oh my gosh yeah <laughs> he awful. the way he described him dying too he just exploded and bubbled and pop, oh. popped <laughs> oh no and i guess i'm guessing you didn't have like yeah, a cleric it was, it was in your a party or anything there was no one that could revive him oh we did we did but he exploded oh he was just into many many pieces too far gone i guess well oh my way, God. way you... too far gone <laughs> i mean it's crazy i haven't like other than that one that like was retroactive i haven't seen any of my comrades or any of my characters die have you had any of your characters die yet not yet no uh again josiah almost died but uh he did not <laughs> nice nice uh stregonone has been going strong mongo has not been in a situation where he can die yet. Nice, nice. Do you circle uh, back? Goliaths are very. They're yeah, hardy. I, I, what I found is that what say that again. We'll go back to the to the Goliath. You say Goliaths or what? Uh, Goliaths are really good early game, and I didn't even realize that they have a stone's endurance, which is a really cool ability. You get to essentially negate damage uh, yeah. up to one one d twelve plus three or something like that. Uh, it's it's so good early game. <laughs> that's so dumb, yeah. That's like most damage in a, in the early levels. And if that's yeah. like a racial mm -hmm. trait. Um well, what I was going to ask is you said they're still going. So do you uh, circle back to all these other characters kind of and like you just play different campaigns um, with them? Yeah, I mean when we find time, we're all busy, so when we find time, we can come back and play it, but I D&D &D wise, I'm preparing for uh the the five one shots for Defiance yeah. and Flan that I'm going to run with uh it's essentially everyone from the the Curse of Strahd uh, people that I'm nice. No, it's good to run that with. It's good to start. It's good to mix yeah. it up and have uh, have some other things going. Yeah, on. I'm excited to start to DM. It should be fun. I'm gonna. There's a lot of NPCs in this world, so a lot of different voices. <laughs> that's that's good. Though I mean, it's cool. I'm sure you'll be better at that because you you do that. Um, my first one shot, I specifically sought one out that had like two NPCs. Um, but, uh, but my players, when I ran it once and then another group I ran it with, I like set the stage. I was like, they need help. Go to this person. And I was like, what do you guys do? And they're like, we go to the bar. And I was like, oh, guess I'm going to make NPCs. Now. <laughs> like, we go to the bar. <laughs> we go to the bar. And I was like, ah, oh, all right. It didn't even start in the bar. 
Um, <laughs> nice. All right, so you've kind of been dabbling around. So, um, uh, with uh, so with this one shot, you said it's um, it's a series of them. How many players are you having in that? Uh, so there's going to be four player characters. Four player uh, characters. Four, four, four party members. Did they um? Did they uh, roll their characters yet for it? Have you worked that out? Or one of them did. One of them nice. did. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a. Uh, what was the race? I forget the race, but he's playing a monk. Monk. Which be Monks fun. are cool. I haven't played one yeah. yet, but uh, <clears throat> I've watched people play them, and that, it's very yeah, cool. that's that's one I want to try. I think Druid is the one I want to try the most. Druids are crazy. Um, yeah, there's a lot of the Druids have a lot of really cool subclasses too. Like yeah. some of them, like the Wild Shape, you use the Wild Shape thing for like other ones. There's one you can like create a little fire elemental. Uh, there's a bug one. I don't know. There's really crazy. I still um I still want to play a cleric eventually though, because those the clerics are so so crazy. Yeah, clerics are good. Cleric is a, a super cool class. Um, nice. All right, so uh, so what other uh, kind of fun moments have you guys had uh, as a, as a party? Um, or bad ones. <laughs> I mean, the the one with the clock was pretty rough. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was really brutal. That was really brutal. But uh, in in the barbarians campaign, <clears throat> it was uh-huh. kind of a braveheart ish. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So. We kept having dreams like on our long rests and he would go to like each person and say, you have this dream, you have this dream. He kept getting dreams of uh, on the, him on the battlefield and he turns around and just sees an axe go to his like face. Oh. And it was like a Braveheart battlefield. It was like his ancestors and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it wound up where uh, we got a pet. So he got a pet war boar <laughs> oh. and he was like. He was like, I don't know what to name it. Can I wait until the next episode on what to name it? <laughs> so <laughs> Kevin was like, yeah, yeah, sure. That's fine. <clears throat> he wound up being named uh, Ricky Henderson after the baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just us and Ricky Henderson, the war boar. <laughs> the war boar. <laughs> and uh, the DM voice for it was fun. <laughs> He got Ooh. he got his own little stable in the uh-huh. uh, in the waiting room in like the the main town area that we were at in nice. the chamber. <laughs> Part of the team. Yeah, he, yeah, and he survived the whole campaign. That's that's good. That's my. He survived like, the entire campaign. That's like like I, there's a couple. I have one familiar, and then there's one where I have like an, a pet squirrel that I just got, and I'm like so afraid. <laughs> I'm like, you stay here all the time, and like I don't know. I don't think I could handle that. I can handle my character dying, but my my pet, my imaginary pet, yeah. Yeah, Kevin's character is gonna have a flying monkey in uh in Defiance and Flan, which is a lot of fun. Wait, you said that was the one that was just made? Uh Kevin Kevin is the DM from the main campaign and he's gonna be a player in the one that I'm DMing. The one you're doing, and he has a yeah, pet uh the monk. Of... He he's a monk with a pet monk uh, a monk with a pet monkey. Monk with a pet <laughs> monkey. Okay. Yep. Cool. Pet flying monkey. <laughs> pet flying oh flying monkey. So what are you yeah. uh what are you doing for are you reskinning it? Are you giving it stats? Like, how are you? Um, do you know what you're doing? Yeah, with that there's yet? there's a stat block for it, but I decided oh, that monkey. since since these one shots are like going to be hard for them, uh, I don't want all that stuff. It, there's going to be a lot of combat in some of them, so I don't want them to gotcha. go too crazy with their things in combat. And the thing only has like three hit points anyway. So I said that like, all right, it has a DC of it's going to have a DC of like what twelve maybe. Yeah. Uh, you can have it go scout for you. Uh, it's not really in combat. It can, can hang he, out in your bag or something. Can he talk to the monkey? Yeah, he can talk to the monkey. Oh, I see okay. why not. No, but like understand it. They can understand each other. 
Oh, I, I'm not sure that I'm gonna leave that up to him. Okay, because 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 uh, yeah, the monkey can scout, but it was just like ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> he's like, what's that? It's like, like Lassie, what's that? Yeah, be stuck in the well. <laughs> that's good. Well, that'll be fun for you because you get to be the monkey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Nice, nice. Uh, so um. Let's see. Uh, you have uh, so you've had. Let's go through. So you had your, you had your first character was, and then the uh, the bard, the wizard, um, the barbarian. Uh, what were the other ones that we were missing? Uh, there? Well, I played the fighter, the uh, fighter for a one yeah. shot. Uh, um, the the accountant. I don't know why I made accountant. him a fighter, but that's right. He's so fighting did, for your taxes. <laughs> what, what? Yeah. Did the accountant like? Did he? What was his main objective? Like, yeah, he was a fighter, but did he did he stop to do people's taxes in the meantime? I, I like, think that what I think the backstory for shot, him was that uh, he him and William Roberts CPA. I think they were contracted by the the tavern to like do their taxes. Okay, <laughs> and like something happened where uh, they they needed to get like more forms from something else. So why not go on this adventure with oh, okay. everyone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> earn some coin you got to earn some coin yeah. to, to, to fund the uh... for he that character i was laughing my ass off making him i'm gonna go to my character sheet for him right now because That's... what i did was i i was in my mind i said you know what maybe there actually is a guy named robert williams and he's a cpa so i typed robert williams cpa into google and yeah. i literally took the guy's resume copy and pasted it into that, my backstory that... <laughs> He graduated from St. Francis University in Pennsylvania with a Bachelor of Business Administration and Accounting. Robert is married, has three children and two grandchildren. In his spare time, he enjoys oh, he enjoys God. spending time with his grandsons, watching sports and reading. That's that's hilarious. I mean, so I just made does, this rigid man. That does sound like a CPA name. That makes sense. That I'm going to together. swing my greatsword now. <laughs> greatsword. It was a ton of fun uh, to play him. I'm very glad he didn't die. I think if I had a CPA, if I saw a CPA with a great sword, I would listen to him for sure. Uh, do the taxes or die. I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> I'm looking really... through this character sheet now on enemies on D&D Beyond. I wrote hippies and tax evaders. <laughs> <laughs> His mortal enemies. Oh, man. Would it translate? How would that translate? Oh, man. So hippies, okay. So he doesn't like druids. That kind of makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I guess right, he doesn't so no like druids. druids. Dirty hippies. Maybe he doesn't uh, like rogues. I don't know. Maybe rogues. Yeah. They well, they steal. Yeah, that's true. Thieves. Okay. <laughs> See now, if we keep this going, we, we make him a ranger. Now he's got favored enemies. <laughs> <laughs> he can track them. He can track. What do you sense? <sighs> I sense an extortionist right here. They see that. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, I remember that one shot rolling really well all the time. So he was just like laying house down, He's just crushing it. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he was he was playing great. But uh, uh, for roles like great roles that I've had, um, I remember uh, in my episode in the main campaign, the Spartacus Bardicus episode. Okay. Uh, I remember once we like got through the gauntlet and everything. Um, he gave me a chance to make a performance check at the end of it to like win over the masses and the crowds and everything. And my charisma is already plus uh, four at this point. So I had like a plus nine or something in performance. So I would have rolled great no matter what, pretty much, but I rolled a natural 20 on that charisma check. And, uh, I, I played like he, he, uh, 
he described that I played this like beautiful symphony on my lute and like uh-huh. everyone was moved to tears. <laughs> <laughs> like my legend will be spoke of in this dragon land. <laughs> yes. There's not I like when you're a bard and you're like they're like roll the performance, you're like uh, and you and you crit on the performance or charisma check, you're like yeah, I'm crushing yeah. it right now. <laughs> it's great. Shredding it. <laughs> I didn't flirt with as many people as I wanted to, though. But he's My... an old man dragon. He was very old. He's more the uh, like Sam Elliott type. I gotcha. I gotcha. My my bard. <laughs> um, he he's a a half orc. Um, whose uh, mother was an orc and father had a thing for really really thick women. Uh, <laughs> and. And he loves elves, and what he says is, he goes, the things, the thing I love about elves is I keep getting older, and they seem to stay the same age. <laughs> so he's he's currently trying to woo uh, an elf that runs a shop, and he's very excited because it seems to be going pretty well. I have a so, feeling that's going to be happening in Defiance and Flan. The uh, the inn is run by Madame Friona and her five daughters. Oh, so nice, shenanigans nice. will ensue. All right, just wait. Hopefully, all right, Dino. Yeah. Do you know if any of your party members are going to go with something like a like a bard or? Uh... I don't know yet. Uh, I'm not sure. I think uh, my girlfriend Laurel she wants to do a spellcaster of some sort. I gotcha. Uh, yeah, because bar- she normally plays like melee and ranged characters. That's cool. Uh, yeah, the so bard's maybe. tricky. I kind of I don't know. Do you? Uh, well, you said you you played Magic the Gathering. I was equate the yeah. bard to like a blue deck because yeah, it's like very too. controlly magic. It's very yeah. like weird and like it's yeah. So you got Yeah, have, that's that's where all yeah. of this stemmed from. Uh was Magic the Gathering. Uh yeah. I think the first real big RPG experience for me was on SNES was uh, Chrono Trigger and Super Mario RPG. And then right after that, Diablo 2 took up all of middle school for me. I gotcha. So, <laughs> so you've so always been, really just those So you're always really big into into RPGs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh card games uh kind of came after that. Uh this is even more nerdy than D and D, but there's a uh, there used to be a wrestling uh, WWF at the time card game called Raw Deal, and okay. me and my best friend at the time were nationally ranked at that card game. <laughs> I was like, I-, I wound up when the game ended when it stopped being printed. I was ranked like 500 and something in the world. He was ranked like number 48 in the world. It was insane. That's so. Like, cool. He was in the top eight qualifiers That's so in the cool world and, and dumb like, at the same time. No offense. Yeah. Like, just like you're like. Oh yeah, no, I'll, totally. I'll it's you. so lame. I, I know a guy who was like number it was two a lot in the of world fun, at yo-yoing, and that's like really high up there. <laughs> so oh my like, god, that's great. Uh, yeah, no, but, that's where all that stemmed from. And then after that, it went to Magic the Gathering, and yeah. uh, we still play Magic here and there, but uh, I my game right now is just Hearthstone. So Hearthstone right, is my right. card game now, even though it's virtual. It's it's cool. Like it's interesting because uh, I um I never really got into RPG games like that. I never liked turn based video games, but for some reason the way this plays feels like so much different to me. Yeah, so I, I just know. like the the deck building aspect is yeah. is really cool to me. Yeah, I play Magic the Gathering, but like I when it comes to like like Super Mario, like the RPG Super Mario, like I had no interest in that. I'm like no, that's that's not Super that's Mario fair. to me. But that's it's like. Fair. I don't know, it's but it's funny because I hear about these like themed D and D campaigns, or they're like a Ninja Turtle one or something. I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. But like, if for some reason, <laughs> if it's on a screen to me, I'm like, nah, nah, I'm not taking turns. I'm gonna kill this thing right up my alley. But, yeah, <laughs> nice, I saw nice. a funny meme today that was like, oh, a, a homebrew D and D where uh, it's Benjamin Button, where you start at level twenty and your character gets weaker and weaker as you go on. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um. 
Uh, did you have any uh, kind of other stories that uh, you wanted to share? Anything that cool, fun, crazy comes to mind? Um. Oh yeah. So uh, Curse of Strahd. This is one of the thing that shocked us the most, even almost more so than the character exploding in the time clock. Uh, so <laughs> Kevin in the Curse of Strahd campaign. Be Time's up for the record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Gonna <laughs> write. <laughs> Rest in peace, Malice. That was his character name. Uh, gotcha. So, Kevin in the Curse of Strahd campaign is playing uh, Professor Ambrose von Riesling, and he's kind of like a Van Helsing type. Okay, uh, nice. So he's like this 35-ish, like, really rugged, like, vampire hunter. So we're in Castle Ravenloft. I don't want to spoil too much for people listening yeah. who haven't played That's Curse fine. of Strahd, but so we encounter this uh, dollhouse. Uh and in the dollhouse, we find, with an investigation check that went well, we see that it's a smaller version of the room we're in, the house we're in, and us. Okay. So it's, and as we move, the dolls are moving too. So there's like a puzzle happening in the room where we know that we have to get to a room on the other side, but there's no entrance for it. And we couldn't, for the life of us, we couldn't find a secret entrance or anything. Okay. So uh, Ambrose Von Riesling gets the idea to look inside the dollhouse and try to uh, destroy the wall so it would happen in real life, right. in where we are. Okay. So he thought that was the key to the puzzle. So, <laughs> so he looks in it. <laughs> he looks in, and as he's going more insane, looking into this like maw of the future and the past and the present all simultaneously happening, <laughs> uh, he... he oh, uh, no breaks the wall down and everything and i just see the dm just look at him through the zoom like this get the dice out and just go oh no <laughs> and the reaction to to the dice and he looks at his notes and goes okay uh ambrose von riesling as you <laughs> as you stare into the maw you feel the the hair on the back of your head blown back as you cannot grasp what you are seeing <laughs> it is too much for your eyes to behold you age 20 years. <laughs> so now there's this old man in the party, and I'm playing this old witch, so now I'm flirting with him. <laughs> He's flirting back with me. It was just so shocking, because I didn't even, like, fathom at that point. I didn't even fathom that something like that in D&D &D could happen. <laughs> but you know what? It's D&D. &D. Who cares? Oh, yeah, man. There's some You age 20 years. 20 years is a lot. I had a character age yeah. one year, maybe? Uh, that is a, that is a lot. Oh my God. That's actually a really, really hilarious story. His face um, when that happened. Oh, oh my God. What? Oh my God. Oh, it was oh, so funny. That's hilarious. Oh man. That now I might even think this, I might need to think of a new title. That's a really great story too. That's I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure your party has a lot of chaos going on being all active. Oh, it's, and stuff it's like nuts. That. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Um, that's, that's really, really good. Um, we so, try to still move the story along. We don't try to get too, too off track. Sometimes it yeah. it happens. Like, we had, uh, for some reason, we had an affinity for breakfast in uh, the main campaign. Every single morning, we, uh, all right, what do, you, what, what do you want to make for breakfast? Let's make a breakfast roll. Let's uh, <laughs> make a survival roll. check. Make a nature check. <laughs> but every morning, we would have this lavish breakfast, different things and everything. <laughs> Fantastic. So it was very sad when we had the final breakfast before the last boss battle. <laughs> was that, which one, which campaign was that? That's the uh, the main one. The main uh, one? Okay. Yeah, the celestial 
clock. The clock, yeah. So With what the, was the, the final based on the different what movies? Was, what was it? What was the player's um final uh final breakfast before? Uh, do you remember? I think <laughs> we just last had a meal? shitload of bacon and eggs. <laughs> That's how I'd want to go, man. Bacon yeah. and eggs and dying in a clock. No. <laughs> Give me all the bacon and I'll eggs. I'll have you all have. the bacon and eggs you have. Yes, <laughs> me forever. Um, that's awesome, man. Cool, cool. Uh, do you have uh, any other other? You know, you ex- I'm sure there's a ton, but ton. Uh, yeah, yeah. No worries. You excited? Yeah. Um, you excited for for your first DMing experience? Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm already doing a couple of the maps. I think two two of the five one shots. I think I have down, and I can do them like today if if I were asked to. So. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to mix their backstories with it too and add a little uh spin on it. Absolutely. I will um I'll send you those things to help. And yeah, definitely. From, That'd from be great. one new DM to another. The other thing I could say is don't plan too much because yeah. <laughs> I like I wrote notes and I had like sheets and I was ready and then everything gets bypassed at some point and something will happen. Yeah. And they're you might think it's a it's a clear cut path, but then they'll find a way. Be like, oh, we don't have to do this at all. And yeah, that's and why I'm like, taking uh the 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 fourth one shot out of the five is yeah. the one that I'm running first. Okay, uh, because it's like the most problem solving storyline wise one, and that's gonna like open gotcha. up the world for them a little more. Uh, so I wanted to do that one first and right. then give them a level for when they go into like the more combat heavy episodes. There'll Absolutely. be a level two. But I just mean like the, so the play, sometimes out. even the people who write them, there's like, there can be a flaw in there and someone will find it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one I had, they had to just relight this lantern and the oil was like too readily available. And there was this whole dungeon crawl they were supposed to do after that. They were supposed to find this hole in the wall and they see the hole in the wall and they're like, well, no, we have the oil. And then they just lit the lantern and left. And I was like, that's it. All right, you're right. You won. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be a really good time. I uh, can't wait to hear all about it. Um, thank you. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me, Tom. That absolutely, was awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I will. Lots of uh, fun. Let me just uh, say thank you to anyone who's listening. Um, if you're listening live on Twitch, all my other episodes are on uh pretty much anywhere podcasts are fine. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, all those things. Um, if you're listening on podcast, you can follow the show on Twitch to catch us live while we record the episodes. Um, again, uh, my name is Tom DeSillis. I'm the host. I'm also a stand-up comedian. You can follow me on uh, Tom DeSillis Comedy uh, on Instagram and to- uh, at T. DeSillis uh, Comedy on Twitter for updates on shows and stuff like that. Um, and this has been uh, You Had to Be There, a D&D storytelling podcast. If you want to be on the show one last time, you just got to go to uh, just email me at you had to be there dnd podcast at gmail.com once again that is dnd with the three letters not the symbol and uh thanks for listening everybody this has been andrew beck